two, one, zero. We're in the room. We're in the room. We're in the room. We're in the room. There you go. Hi <laughs> right. again, hey, folks. I'm just saying Justin stuff there, actually, by the way. Yes, that shows you how carefully planned the show is. <laughs> I was I was about 30 seconds ago, I go away and making a cup of tea. <laughs> you were not, were you? I was. I'm still slightly delicate, Justin. Still slightly delicate. Right. Very you haven't you haven't you haven't touched those lovely samples that people send you? It's doing my head. It's nearly two weeks. I haven't had a drink in nearly two weeks. Um for anyone who doesn't know, I went and had an operation on Thursday past the Thursday before, tonsils and all that, all stuff at the back of my throat. And only found out, only found out yesterday that my pain relief was about a quarter of what it should have been. And that's why I was in absolute agony for, for a whole week. Uh, yeah. So that didn't pan out as well as what we had hoped. Um, yeah. Not pleasant, Justin. Not pleasant at all. It doesn't sound it at all. It, it doesn't really, sound really, it. really, really wasn't. Um, no. so basically, basically, I had pretty much zero pain relief and a whole bunch of open wounds in the mouth. So I haven't been able to eat anything. I think you've lost a bit of weight, but looks of you. Uh, well, but like this was one, one day this week, I ate one slice of toast. That's what I ate all day. Um, Gosh. Yeah. So it's been a tough week, to be quite honest with you. And of all this lovely whiskey sitting, just turn that around a wee bit. And you can't touch it. And we can't touch it. Uh, well. This this is a simple sample that Justin actually I managed to make. Justin never even drank it on me. I'm absolutely <laughs> amazed at this. This is, this is um, Bernie and the gangs, Bernie and the Jets down in Blake's Hollow, uh, Red Breast. Um, we sample from one of our viewers. What day is that? Is. We have, what's this week? Something this week? Very, 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 very nice. Very, very, very nice indeed. Yeah. And when James says calf strength, James, James is cask strength. This is proper stuff. What is it? Hang on. No, there's none of this. Oh, it's cask strength that. You know, forty-six percent. This is sixty-three point six seven percent. You know, very good, very that, good. That is the stuff. So yeah, so basically sixty-four percent, and then this little box of oh, cologne potchins. Oh, a little sample of cologne. Oh, their own spirit. Oh, that's bottom number two, by the way. Bottom number two. It's on there. I've taken, I've taken, I'm, I'm looking forward to all that, you know. So there you go. We've only to try. I can't even drink a beer. I'm on. I basically have quadrupled my uh, pain killer stuff. So I've, I'm, I'm not drinking while I'm on that. I'm on opiates and everything. What, what a disaster. Very good. So, Very oh, good. Up that forest. <clears throat> well, better. We'd rather have to say hello to uh, some people tonight. Uh, a lot of people on board already tonight. Uh, Michael Matthews, good evening. Good evening. Uh, uh, whiskey to you too. Uh, Thomas Jones is saying uh, good evening. I uh, remember if you're watching, always uh, comment, like, and share. We're on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitch, Telegram, and uh, Twitter, which is now owned by Elon Musk. So 
at least we know we won't get muskabird. <laughs> free for all way, Ellen. Free for all Ellen. Patrick Mulkey saying hello. Julie Mason saying hello. Uh, normal service is restored. Not quite, not quite, but he's getting there. Not just yet. Not just yet. Uh, yeah, we're 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 in we're in almost fine fettle, James. We're in almost fine fettle. Sander Fenton is saying yummy. I think that was yummy to uh, the, the silky, uh, the castring. Yeah. Trevor Watson saying hello. Uh, he says you're looking well. Yeah, he's looking well because he's lost weight. Do you not think he's lost weight? I think he's lost weight. You know, say proof. Uh, Connor Weeble saying hello. Uh, let me see. Uh, uh, Michael Matthews. Uh, oh, he is one of them too. Silky, yeah, or maybe the killer one. I don't know. Linda Cox is saying hello. Uh, oh, it's the Silky. Uh, Michael Matthews is saying he loves that Silky. Shane Foley, uh, haven't heard from you in a while. Evening all, enjoying a black bush tonight in front of the fire. Yeah. And uh, let me see what's he, there's not many messages tonight, which is in. Don't forget the ice, it will be good for the recover. No, he can't, he can't have anything. Uh, and do cool, James. And it's oh, the other day, I was actually sitting holding my head like that. It was not much pain. I thought it was, I actually mm. thought I was going to cry. That was how bad it was. And then, then yesterday, pumped full of meds, never all right with the world again, you know. Anyway, very good, very good. Here, we've got to have a question. What's the highest ABV that's legal in this country? Um, I, I, I don't think there is an, an upper limit. There's a lower limit. You can't go below 40% and call it a whiskey. But um, mm. upper limit, there's no, there is no upper limit. But there's a, there's a sort of... Um, taste, taste limit bound to be. Oh, well, I mean, the thing about it is it's, it's to do with distillation. If, if it's just pot still distillation, there's only really a, a certain upper limit you can get to. Because uh, it's called the VLE equation. It's basically alcohol pulls water with it when it's being distilled and it pulls it across. There's only a certain amount you can get to. Um, column distillation, you can get much, much higher ABVs. Um, it still has to go into casks for, for three years to be a whiskey, but if it comes out after that, it's, it's, it's legal. Um, to make pure alcohol is almost impossible because of the, mm. the nature of it, you know. One or other or both of us has been insulted. Thomas Jones has just said, Marty looks like Justin's twin brother. Thomas, um, I, I, don't put your dress. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you don't look unlike me at all. Thank God. Uh, uh, there you go. There see, we go. See the worst thing is in the room tonight. Now, oh, wait, Jim, what about you, boy? All right, good. Top man he is. Season. Good. Season. Uh, What's first tonight then? Well, because I missed last week, and I can't go into a big run and rave because my voice is not going to hold up to it. Um, but what a bunch of useless bastards the UK government is. I mean, I mean, it's. I don't want. I don't. If I'm going to get Zuckerberg, I might as well get Zuckerberg for something proper. They are fucking useless beyond. Beyond the, the, the reasoning of Job, I mean, they are awful. And I sent you a graphic, post this up. When Kami Kwasi Kartang was made Chancellor for 15 or 20 minutes, he came in and he said, now, he, he made a whole pig's breakfast of the whole thing, right? We're, 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 we're not going to argue any of this. One of the things he said was he was going to roll back 
some of the tax increases that there was on um, coming in on on whiskey. Now it's these things they always bring up Scotch whiskey because I, I, I swipe this from the Scotch Whiskey Association. Now the one on the on the left is following the twenty third of September's mini budget. Basically, it was going to be that seventy percent of a bottle that you buy on average was tax. So it says there, out of the thirty percent at the top, the cereals, the yeast, the water, energy, packaging, marketing, distribution, salaries, and investment. That's all in that thirty percent. Seventeen percent VAT and fifty-three percent excise duty. Okay, that's what's in the bottle. They reversed it again on the seventeenth of October. So basically, what three weeks later? Not over three weeks later, they reversed it again. It's went up, and out of the cost of it, it's going to be seventy-eight percent. Now, how can an industry that's a multi-billion pound export industry supports tens of thousands of jobs put up with as crap all the time? Uh, and I mean, what on earth are these people thinking? This is this is one of the, the flagship industries of, of one of the areas of the UK. And and to be fair, Northern Ireland has to be taken in as a as a slightly different ball, but it's still part of it. And this is the crap that they come out with. You know, people people are drinking better and drinking less. And we'll talk a wee bit more about this later on when we talk about the uh, about about less alcohol and stuff. But people are drinking better quality stuff that costs a little bit more. So what, so what you're saying, you you you'd be thumbs up for trust because well, that, that, that yes. was a smart move. It would it would have been certainly beneficial to the likes of myself. To be fair, this doesn't necessarily affect me because I'm buying um, better quality stuff. I mean, the likes of the Silgi, obviously, it's from the Republic of Ireland, but it's a slightly different thing. But I tend to buy slightly better quality stuff. But most people buy entry level bottles. Your Johnny Walkers and all this kind of stuff, and they're putting the price of it up and the price of it up to curb excessive alcohol drinking. The people who are drinking excessively don't care; they'll drink anything because they have an addiction and a problem, and that's the issue. And what they're doing here is they're jeopardising people's jobs and an industry, and for what? And it goes from it goes from oh we'll do this, then we'll not do this, then we'll change this, then. We'll, you don't think these this industry is under enough pressure at the moment. You know, the, the, the amount of stuff that it's facing in terms of energy costs, um, raw products, supply issues, all of this, and they have this amount of confusion going through the industry is just shocking. It's shocking. And then you look at that other lot we have up in, in Stormont. I mean, they're even worse than useless. They're deliberately bad, you know. But anyway... Don't you, don't you, don't you, don't you be going berserk on us? You're on a, you were on a rant there, like me. But no, I mean, just seconds. I mean, that's powerful. That that is powerful. That you know, that's less than a month. That, that is you turn. That is serious yeah. stuff. You know, I mean, an eight percent difference in tax just on the bottle. I mean, to give you an idea, what they're saying is within the space of twenty four hours, because obviously it changed from one to another very quickly. Um. It was a 12% increase in tax, or about £1.35 on an average bottle. That's what the, that's what the, uh, um, the, the Scots Whiskey Association came out with. I mean, just just like that, 12% increase in tax on an industry that's already facing huge costs, increasing costs. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous.
Madness, 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 madness. So, uh, if you're watching tonight, uh, remember to say hello, comment, and we'll put your question up on screen. We are live every Saturday night uh, from 10 until 11 on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. No, not on Instagram, and LinkedIn, uh, Twitch, Telegram, and Twitter. Are we it's going to get of these Twitch people again tonight? Last last week they started. Was it last week? The week before they started on you or on me as well? On me, which is even worse, even worse than this. They're, they're just bots and they're just crazies. They're just crazies. Uh, so don't worry about them. Uh, Charlton Heston kills them all in the movie. Uh, let me see. <laughs> uh, Declan Boyle, M Moonshine on way back. Yeah, the moonshine is on the way back. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and that and that's when whiskey gets dear. Yeah, yeah. That's that's there's, I mean, there's lots of stuff. The price, the price of some of the whiskeys coming out is just ridiculous. It's shocking. Mm. Um, when you th you're taking something like this, really good quality product, really well made, um, tasty, huge ABV, and compare it in price to some of the other stuff that has come out. Okay, it maybe has an age statement and whatnot, um, single malt, all that kind of jazz. I don't know where where they think they're getting the, the 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 price for it, but I mean there's 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 different reasons for different factors of all that. But um, yeah. aye, it's just it's it's very strange, very 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 strange. Um, anyway, right. Anyway, the reason I was bringing up the um, the thing from a couple of weeks ago is the Irish Whiskey Association published their annual report last year. Um, which makes I mean it makes for interesting reading. Uh, lets you see where the industry is, what it's doing internationally, the pressures it's under, what it's done, what it's doing, various other bits and pieces all the way through. You know, um, the the big thing that it showed was that there's massive issues with supply. Uh, the 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 supply issues are really, really, really uh, a strain on them, and that's everything from your. After can you can't zoom in on William Lavelle's face there. Because you wouldn't think he'd, he, I think he's really happy in his work. He just needs to tell his face, you know. I can't. You need to go and buy a fifty-five inch TV. I can't zoom in because it's a PDF, so I, I can't do that, unfortunately. In this, but uh, yeah, he doesn't look happy. He doesn't look happy. No, yeah. All right. I, um, no, he doesn't look happy. But no, it, it makes for interesting reading. There's a couple of things. Um, it goes through a whole pile of stuff. Obviously, um, supply chain issues. Um, just leave it there a wee second, leave it there a wee second, Justin. Um, supply chain issues, and one of the big things is the likes of glass, uh, labels, and so on and so forth. Um, and obviously some of the supply coming from China. Well, China keeps going into these voluntary lockdowns. I mean, they've been mm -hmm. again there, just done it on a whim. Um, obviously that interrupts your supply chains. Um, last year, you had... Blocking of the Suez Canal, you had the you know the war in Ukraine and all this stuff. Oh, that's up. Interesting point here. Two of the countries in the top ten uh, Irish whiskey markets, Russia and Ukraine. Obviously, those markets massively affected now. Um, basically, you're taking away Russia because they're not a lot. They're, they're not supplying to there. That's five point one percent. Now that'll be made up by other countries, but you know all of these. Things sound like international problems, but when it all boils down to it, it does it affects your everyday um, producer and manufacturer and, and so on and so forth. And 
or because of, of, of crazy people doing crazy things. Um, we could sell the access that Russia uh, isn't getting and Ukraine can't receive to India, uh, and that would offset the oil that they're getting cheap. Uh, well, the only thing um, I would say is I think the people who are producing it probably have thought of that before us, Justin. All right. You know, they they would have stole our thunder somewhat, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Now, if you bring that up again, there's a scroll down to the top emerging markets. And this is what they put down as top emerging markets. So you see China, Hong Kong, Israel, Austria, Nigeria, New Zealand, Turkey, South uh, Korea, India, Kenya, and Mexico. Now, if you add in just China and India, um, you, you're, you're talking... 2.83 billion people, roughly. Um, so there's a lot of scope for growth in those countries. Um, mm -hmm. The likes of Turkey, I think there's probably best part of 100 million people in Turkey. Um, Kenya, Mexico, you know, the, these are big population countries whose economies are growing quite well. Nigeria, uh, I think Nigeria, Nigeria is the most populous country in Africa, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, I thought it was Egypt, but anyway, could be wrong. Uh, well, but I guess it's up there. So no, so you have you know you've lots of scope for for growth there, um, and and obviously the established markets inside of it as well. So yeah, it, it, this kind of thing makes for interesting reading. Uh, the link for it is going to be uh, Justin will put it up there. A um, couple other things worth noting on it as well is that lots and lots of Irish growing barley is being used, which is really cool for farmers. Um, it's really good environmentally. Brings out the environmental targets that the industry's getting up. Which is well, hold on. We've had a question asked about that. You know, <laughs> have to ask, lads. What do you think the peat issue and concerns regarding digging it? Well, my argument would be this: it's an intrinsic part of the whiskey production, uh, and the whiskey industry is peated whiskies. For the amount of peat that has been used and is being used and is going to be used, it, it, it's fractions, fractions. I mean, they're talking about um, banning or, or cutting back or, you know, limiting the amount of peat that can be used in the Scotch industry. Have you ever seen what they dig out for the gardening industry? It's, it's on a scale much, 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 much higher. Um and if it's managed properly, the peat bogs suffer no real damage at all. Um, I mean, the amount of peat that's used in in the whole of the Scotch industry, which is enormous, um, is is a fraction of what's used for, for even for for burning at home. So, um, I, I think I think it's it's one of those sectors that probably need like everything it needs looked at, but it just needs. The idea of a blanket ban on it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. There's no need for that at all. Um, Here's another question uh, to the uh, discussion that, that topped the show off tonight, the government U-turn. Stacey McAllister saying uh, the cost in the States was ridiculous a couple of weeks ago, over $40 for 250 millimeter measures of Jameson's. Holy sweet. Well, well, I mean, that would be, if you're in Scotland... You get 25 mil measures, so that would be four measures. So ten ten dollars. Uh, it's probably about double the price you would pay for it in in, in Scotland, oh. and maybe a bit more than that. It's it's just ridiculous. I mean, 
this idea that people who drink um, are just going to keep shoveling out money for. Mm-hmm. I mean, and some of the bars, some of the bars are need to need to go and have a good look at themselves. You're walking in paying thirteen pound for a, a small glass of wine. Mm-hmm. So sorry, you what? Um, and I mean, I can understand them wanting to recoup their money, but what are they offering as an experience to validate that amount of money being shelled over? It's ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That's a dilemma. That's a dilemma. It's just because they know people want to drink, so they want to tax it, basically. Well, this is where the, the Irish Whiskey Association report deals with this as well. One item that they did deal with is the illegal and illicit trade. Um, the, the legal and the illicit trade, you scroll down a wee bit, is uh, dealt with here. Now, it's, this is more of a problem in the likes of Thailand and India and so on and so forth. But if you increase, oh, I've got it. That's it there. Yep, yep. Yeah, if you increase the price of it beyond reasonable, um, what people would consider a reasonable amount, well, we all know what happens. The the illegal guys start coming in, and they buy the the counterfeit bottles. Oh, we've got cheap cheap bottles of Bush Mills up at up at the the market. You know, we've got cheap bottles of Jameson up at the market, and you've no idea what you're getting. No idea. Um, and I just wish they would... I certainly, I certainly wouldn't drink it from that kind of source because they're always having issues with that, aren't they? But you go on, you go into somebody's house and they have it sitting and you pull it down, it might taste off. But if you can... I mean, I, we've all done it where we've went out the pub, had a few drinks with a couple of mates, blah, 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 ended up back at somebody's house, down comes a bottle. But at that stage, you're not really sure what you're drinking. You know, mm-hmm. if these buds are out the window, it's not, I mean, it's, it's neither here nor there. Um, God knows what people are going to be putting in themselves. And I mean, people with problems, alcohol problems, I mean, they're, that's what they're going to go to. And it, it, it just it, it gets to a point. Now they put a QR code on, the, on that. Well worth scanning that QR code and going and having a read through some of the stuff. I mean, this is globally, this is worldwide. Um, and it's well worth reading the report on it because it's uh, it's, it's scary in places, you know. I mean, hundreds of people dying uh, because of the illicit industry. Yeah, works very well. All you need to do is point it at the screen and it comes up in the little app and it tells you all about that. The countering illicit alcohol trade worldwide. There you go. And it's from the World Spirits Alliance. So it does work. So yep. Just try that QR code there and... Uh, you can have read it yourself. I love the way you say it does work. As if you, what were you doubting the Irish Whiskey Association, Justin, or or even worse, doubting me? No, no, it's when people people say I don't know how to do that. It, all you need is to open your camera, point it at it, and then the link will come up and touch it. Yeah, you don't take a photograph of it because that 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 doesn't work. <laughs> no, hey, moving on. Um, Oh no! Hang on. There was a, a, a there was a picture of this after the Irish Whiskey Association uh, launched this. One one of our local politicians, a fine up, fine upstanding man, was pictured giving his comments on it, and he, he said that his his uh, that the Irish whiskey industry was a great industry, and so on and so on and so forth. And it was none other than local MP for for myself. Ian Paisley Jr. Now, 
Ian Paisley Jr.'s dad would not be happy with Ian Paisley Jr. going on about the devil's buttermilk uh, and how good it was for an all-Ireland industry. But Ian <laughs> has moved somewhat in his <laughs> in his thinking. Make <laughs> hmm. it a free holiday. Does Sri Lanka have a distillery on it? No. It probably does. But listen... You can't fault them for singing their praises. I mean, a lot of these MPs are very good constituency MPs, and uh, uh, my opinion would be that he, he he is a good constituency MP, and he always does shout the loudest when it comes to uh, sort of industry. He and he does, but uh, yeah, he's not the worst at that. But um, his dad, his dad wasn't very vocal in support of alcohol, and his dad certainly wasn't. If it had been an all Ireland thing, it wouldn't have been the one. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe well, not. James says. James says Sri Lanka has two distilleries, and uh, now we know. <laughs> now we know there'll be a high up a, a distillery twinning organisation we've set up. Bush Mills will be. <laughs> Bush Mills will be twinning with the, the Salon Distillery or something. <laughs> Very good. Uh, this, this is what is this? This is whiskey novice is saying about the price here. He's saying about the price. Uh, local Irish bars charging £16 plus for Red Rose 12. That makes for a £360 uh, pound bottle. Seriously? Whoa, that is. Yeah. It was, it's ridiculous. So, mm-hmm. um, and the thing people don't notice this stuff, you know. Um, it's madness. Yeah. It's madness. So, it is. Um, there you go. Look, look at that there. Peter Stewart got the new Jameson single pot still five oak on Thursday. Is it in your shop, Peter, or is it in your house? That's the thing. (laughs) Maybe the case is in his house. (laughs) Wait, did it transition from your shop into your house? Is that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greedy, greedy government. Greedy government. They're all greedy. They're all greedy to get your money, and it's not. uh, That's (laughs) another thing that annoyed me too. It's whenever people say, "Oh, let's trust, give money to the rich." No, 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 no. Because this, this is a mental thing. She didn't give money to the rich. She just didn't take more off them. She let them keep more of their own money. She didn't give them money. Because there's this idea that the government gave money to these people. No, it, what it did was it just didn't take more off them. And both sides just do my head and the way they talk about it. Yeah. It just absolutely does my napper and you know. But anyway. Yeah. And rich rich people use it to buy things which keeps you know, poor people in a job, which uh sort of uh, keeps the words of word turning. Yeah government's money to take it's the people who earn the money it's their money but mm-hmm. if the government lets people keep more of what they earn that's that's but it's a it's a societal thought process you know where they turn around and say well they give more money to them they didn't it's not the government money to give <laughs> you know you don't have any money uh oh peter, yeah. peter has five in the shop folks so are there any left peter is there any left <laughs> green island green island there must be green five island. left green island tomorrow boy. <laughs> So let me see. Did we make the list? Did we make the list tonight? No, this is the most admired whiskies, Justin. This is the top 50 most admired whiskies, not the top 50 most admired whiskey bullshit talkers or whatever they call them these days. <laughs> like what we are. Um, this was a list that was published. Um, the 50 most admired whiskies. Okay. Uh, and it was done. Now, lots of these lists and shit appear, but this this is I actually find this quite interesting. The experts were asked to base their decision on quality and consistency, price to quality, and strength of marketing and branding. Right? Um, 
by Drinks International, that's who composed the list. Now, the most admired is Springbank. Don't really see that being, I don't, I would have no argument with that, to be honest. I think Springbank do a magnificent job. Um, the branding's amazing. Uh, the, the the drink's superb. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. Hang on, hang on, what happened there? It's very low. The volume is very low, but it sounds very heavy. Is it? I'll have to stop it then. Hold on. The volume is actually off. But it's 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 you're hearing it's high, but there you go. So we won't play that video. But there is a video you can play of the world's most admired uh, whiskey brands, which is rather rather trendy. But but can you hear me again, Marty? Can you? Yes. Yeah. No, but stick the link up there because it's worth worth going through. Um, yep. Now, Springbank was voted number one. Mitchers number two. Uh, Yamazaki number three. Fair enough. Um, Top Irish one was Redbreast in sixth, which is pretty cool. Um, pretty good. Um, and uh, the, the Irish ones seem to occupy a sort of place just in the middle. Um, Redbreast sixth. Now, I thought this was quite interesting. Jameson was at 23rd, which seems quite low to me, but um, fair enough. But it's only one place above Waterford. Which I thought was a bit weird too myself. There you go. Well, Waterford's a, a young brand and Jameson's an old brand. Well, pulling us, it goes to show you the stuff that they're doing in Waterford, you have to take your hat off to them. I mean, the, the, the scope and vision of what they're doing, um, whether you agree with it or not, that's, that's you know, the, the terroir thing. And I know people get their panties in a twist over the head of it. But the, the thing about it is the design, the packaging of it is superb. It's beautiful. Uh, it stands out, looks as part, nailed on. The concept of it, the delivery of it has been really good. Um, some of the whiskies have been really good. Some of them not that fantastic. Um, some of them very poor. Um, obviously, I, I would sincerely doubt there's that many people have tasted the entire range, to be quite honest. Um, but, you know, you take your hat off to them. So they're 24th. Teeling, 32nd. Bushmills, way down in 36th. Uh, Two places above Method and Madness, which is, uh, you know, for Method and Madness to go from being a non-entity, what, I mean, when was it launched? Four or five years ago? To make it onto that list, which is, I mean, whenever you consider that they're, they're, they're tiny, and I know they're an offshoot of, of, of Middleton and all that kind of stuff, but, um, or Irish distillers, but Middleton is in 43rd. So Middleton's five places below Method and Madness, even with the massive credibility of Middleton on the secondary market, how much in demand it is when it comes out. Um, I would have to say the reason that it's down there is the quality, because people just don't drink it anymore. Um, and the quality of it, it's, it's spot on, but it's, it's certainly not worth Secondary bottle prices. And then in 50th position is the spot range. So the Irish whiskey makes up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight positions out of the 50. Uh, a nice showing. Um, Cavalan from Taiwan came in in seventh, two places above Johnny Walker. Uh, Johnny Walker way down in ninth. Uh, McCallum sitting in 10th. So yeah, it, it, it was nice. There's 10 different countries on the list there. Everything from South Africa, Australia, even England. England with the Cotswold distilleries on it. And it's nice to see them. I getting... saw that. That surprised me with that. that yeah. Cotswold. But 
there's no surprise with number one. Everybody loves Springbank. Yeah, I mean, it's nearly impossible to get a bottle of it now. Um, I mean, it's, it's just uh, almost impossible to, gra to grab a bottle of Springbank. So it is. So if you pull up the list onto the full screen there, um, see. let people see. So that's, that's the full list. Woodford Reserve, Buffalo Trace, all the big names are there, or most of the big names are there. But it's well worth checking that out too. So you have the link for that, don't you? Uh, a, a link for the video? Yes, it's on here. That's the video. You can watch the, the... a link for the the the, the uh, magazine as well. Uh, there is. Yeah, there is. I'll be able to find that as well. Yeah, push that up. Post it up, and then people can go and have a, a little look at that. So yeah, very good, very good. Now, do you remember last year we did the black ball experiment? Remember? I do. Black I ball. do, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, their Alchemy series, they've released two new bottles for it. I thought it was one of the best things I, I did last, you know, in terms of experimental stuff and, and mm -hmm. well presented. Tasty whiskies, decent price, interesting thing to be doing. Uh, well, they've released two new bottles. Um, the Andean Oak and Smoke and Dagger. Now, Andean Oak is uh, $29.95 a bottle, 46.3%. And Smoke and Tiger is $27.95 a bottle and 46.3%. Now, if you go to the uh, alchemyseries.co.uk, they bring you up, uh, welcome to the Alchemy Series, tells you about the bottles, where you buy them, and so on. And then there's two wee cocktails. And then there's a try the taste experiment. You got that up there, have you? Have yet, yeah, yeah. Want me to bring the, the page up? Yep. Yeah. yeah, bring the page up. All right. Chrome uh, Alchemy series. Uh, the mind reader or the the, the mind reader? Yeah. Uh, try the taste experiment. Uh, sure. Let me see. Oh, I'm I'm not sure it appears, Morty. Right, where are you? Well, Alchemy UK. Where are you? Is that it? Yep. Yeah, that's it. So if you what you do is you hit that button, start button. Okay, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try it where we're doing it. Okay. Yeah. See what happens. Okay, so I'm gonna hit the start button, right? Yep. Uh read it. Click A or B. Am I ready? Toffee or What's that? Toffee or cranberry? Don't worry, worry about what the images are. Just pick whatever one you like. <sighs> I know it's. I can't, I can't decide. But there we go. Okay. This may take some time. <sighs> honey or orange? Honey or orange? I, Jesus, I, like, I like both of them equally. But don't think What's about that? All you What's do is the image. Okay. You like. Take your pick. There we go. Show sure. my results. Here we go. Here we go. So you like the see it's bringing this up and it said that you like the the the, the cocktail. When right. it, it brought up that I would prefer it just neat, which is exactly right. exactly the one that I would have picked and exactly the way I would have taken it. Now right. it's a bit of fun. 
it's just it's a nice thing and it shows that they're actually thinking about the customer, giving them something to play with, something to enjoy. Um and I, I, I like all this stuff. Everybody knows I like a gimmick. But um the black bottle stuff I thought I was I thought I really, really impressed with black bottle. I think the, the, the blending and stuff that they are doing is is superb. I really, really, really do rate it. Especially Peter tried Peter tried it and he got Andy and Oak as well. There you go. But there you go. Great minds think alike, Peter. Great minds think alike. So um we're we're uh, we're more than halfway through the show. Uh if you want to ask us a question about Anthony, please do. Uh we're just uh, glad to be uh, have Marty back with us because I was getting worried I was going to have to do two weeks in a row without you. <laughs> uh, and I didn't know who it was going to get. But anyway, uh, there we go. Uh, we're actually hopefully going down to see these guys soon, aren't we? Hey. Leap of the dog. All right. I will. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Limavadi, whiskey, Daryl McNally. Big, big dog lover. There he is. He has uh, been hugely successful with us. He's done really, really, really well. Top guy he is, um, and he's done really well. And what he's brought out is a single barrel dog collar. <coughs> eh? You can attach this to your dog, and it can carry your whiskey rain for you. What's not the like? I'm sure. I'm sure the RASPCA or USPCA would might have something to say about that. That's a very small dog in a very big barrel. <laughs> Uh, I don't we're, know. We're, we're going to get reported. What do you see? Wait, we ain't done nothing. There's a look, there's oh, a German Shepherd carrying whiskey. What more could you want in life than a? I'd be hard to to go near that German Shepherd carrying the whiskey because it would it would it would be after me. All right. Well, I I I I would that would be more of a reason to go down if I was if that was more of a reason to take you down there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> There you go. Julie loves it. Julie loves it. Julie she, loves she it. Loves it. Loves all that. She loves it. She loves it. Sean, Sean McLaren loves it. There you go. The website. Girl. Go on to the website. Bring up the website. Uh, we'll see. It's, uh, hold on. I have to click it. Uh, there we go. Website. Share screen. Uh, Chrome tab. Lemma Valley Single Park. There you go. And here it is. Can you see it? You can. There you go. So there you go. $129.99 US dollars. And you can get a, a Limavati single barrel collar and a bottle of whiskey for that. And you can hang it around your dog and go for a walk around America with your dog, bringing your whiskey with you. What's not to like? Well done, Daryl. Uh, Another triumph, buddy. Yeah, that, that, is, that is lovely. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, it's a pretty unique thing. I haven't seen that done before, except with uh, what is it? Uh, it's at Burners. Yeah, I know you can. Know you can do it with. Know you can do it with uh, these Scotty dogs, right? <laughs> do you have? Do you actually do tea in a pot with with tea leaves? Do you? I do even need excessive amounts of it. Um. Anyway, next thing. The next thing up is um, Sunday, the thirteenth of November. From two o'clock to three o'clock, uh, we have an event with McConnell's Whiskey. McConnell's in Belfast. There we go. Bring this up. It's Message in a Bottle with wee Danny Simpson. Uh, 
which is going to be taking place in Margo in Belfast. Uh, for £40, you get three bespoke cocktails, nibbles, little small plates. There's wee spot prizes. I imagine it's bottles of whiskey. Um, and also, you get a masterclass from Danny Sampson, the wee artist. If you don't know who she is, you'll see her stuff all over Belfast. Uh, she's fantastic. Her, uh, her stuff is really, really cool. Um, you get it outside White's Tavern, uh, beside St Anne's Cathedral. There's a couple of pieces. Um, and it's all very intricate, sort of cartoony-esque and stuff. Really nice, really, really cool. Met her a couple of times. Uh, where did I meet her the last time? Last time I met her was uh, she was doing the Christmas fair up in uh, outside uh, City Hall and her stuff there. Uh, so, yeah, really cool. What a nice afternoon out. That would be a nice one to go to. Yeah, looks good. Looks very interesting, that. It is, yeah. And there's food in it too. There's food in it too. Mm-hmm. It's nibbles, Justin, which for everybody else would be nibble. For Justin, it's hoover up all the food in sight. Small, small plates, small plates, but it's cocktails. Three bespoke cocktails. Cocktails are about a tenner each anyway, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Yeah, it looks interesting. does look interesting, that there. These pieces of Danny Simpson art. Um, I'm just moving this stuff out of the way a wee bit. Because of some other stuff to bring up, I'll actually set that. I'll set that down out of the way. Marty and his magic table. Um, did you send me back there? Uh, but no. So yeah, that'd be a nice night out. Uh, the reason I'm moving this out is because I want to bring up this baby. Oh. This is this is colour one cask number one, and I got a bottle of it. Cask number one, present it in a very unique colony way. Um, the bottle, we we cardboard box and a wee wristband. I really hold the whole place. It's all very colour one. Um, I see lots of people have got them this week. Opening them up, and trying them, good on them. I won't. And I'll tell you why, because this is the kind of thing that I collect. First bottles and last bottles is kind of where I really, really like collecting stuff. Um, I have a number of first bottles from new distilleries or new producers and stuff that I have here. Um, and I, I think those are the things that I like to collect. There's people who collect scotch malt whiskey bottles for people who collect Middleton collections and so on and so forth and all well good these are the kind of things that I like so I won't be opening this I'm just putting that out there right now um, I'll get a taste of it I've already tasted Brendan Spirit before but that's the kind of things that I like to collect um, and there's a few reasons for it I'll, I'll give you an example the new Dunville what well, Ricky's asked a question, which is quite relevant to this. He says, Ricky McCurdy says, when I first started to buy whiskey in the 1970s, I drank Stewart's Cream of the Barley, White Horse, and Black and White. I'm wondering if any of these brands exist anymore. Um, uh, Stewart's Cream of the Barley doesn't, as far as I'm aware. Um, White Horse, yeah, White Horse is still on the go. Um you wouldn't really get it over here. I'm black and white. Uh, have I seen that recently? I don't know. 
I'm not sure. Um, there wouldn't be anything that I would ever really have drank that much of. Anyway, Stewart's Cream of the Barley. I remember I had that one night and I thought it was vile. Uh, so I, I, And that was way back when. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You weren't you legal legal drinking age when you tried Stewart's Cream of the Barley. I didn't mind it. I've, I've had it. It was terrible, terrible. But I'll give you an example. Something that's worth collecting. This. This is the first uh, bottling of Dunville's from Eklundville, guys. This obviously isn't their spirit. This was just it was a, a thing to get it off the ground and get it on the shelves. I mean, this is a really, really nice um, thing to have. Not that expensive, but quite rare in its own regard. Um, but this is something I wouldn't open because this is this to me is a collectible. Um, give me another example. Another well, this 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 I did open, but I have another bottle of it. This is the old cumber. This is the the first expression that they had of old cumber um, from the new batch. Now this is pretty much all their spirit. You know, there's not to let anybody in it, but it's like ninety odd percent Eggnoville pot style whiskeys. Uh, we bought this one not a good investment one um, this is our good friends at Ballykeef shh don't be telling anybody don't be telling anybody they've got a distillery I can get this open watch the bottle doesn't fall out watch the bottle you know they very nicely presented this is their their inaugural bottling of their uh Pot still whiskey with two glasses and nice box and stuff. You know, this is their first offerings. Um, I see, I see David or Fiona's in there. Um, Fiona and Short Crosses uh, out there, very historic one. Uh, we have another one down here. These are just stuff that I left out that I had sitting at hand. Surprise, surprise. Connacht Distillery with. You know, nice pubs, the first cask. You know, these are these to me are kind of historic things, see, and they're not really they're designed for people to collect. Um that one, this one, they give you this arrived this week, but they give you a little lapel pin to say that you've bought it. This is a long time after this arrived, by the way, to tell you should you come down to the distillery that you are a charter member and you're part of the family. So I think, I think that entitles you to stay and get your dinner and all. Um, <laughs> well, can I have the end of that C pin, can I? <laughs> um, you get advanced access to, uh, to purchase new releases of our products and keep an eye out. Uh, you can always um, top up your home bar by going to the shop, obviously, uh, but it guarantees that when you visit, you'll receive a welcome home dram, so you get a drink every time you go down, and you'll get 10% discount on any purchase you make while you're there. Because you've done this, and it's all this is kind of what you buy into the distillery for, and I really, really like that kind of thing. So brilliant to see Brendan releasing this. I have a sample of cast number two. I'll get a, I've a I'll get a taste of the, the official release, but that bottle in and of itself, it to me, that's the stuff that I collect, and I really, really, really like it. A couple of new ones that are coming very shortly. Keep your eye out. Uh, our good friend Sir Morris O'Connell. Uh, down with the Liberator, down in Wayward Irish Spirits. His is coming very shortly. Keep your eye out for that. Uh, I think Black Waters is coming as well very soon. So 
if these are the kind of bottles you like, and to me, if you've got if you're interested in, in whiskey and certainly in the new renaissance of Irish whiskey, these are the kind of bottles that you have to pick up. You know, they they really are um, the ones that you really really want to be to be buying. Um, very collectible, uh, nice things to have. And sometimes with the likes of this, you get grander rates with it. You know, ten percent off every time yep. you go down. I'll not, yep. I'll not be down and it all that often, but if you do go down, that would be uh, that's well worth that. Yeah, certainly. Uh, it's, it's interesting to see the presentation in these. You know, th- th- that seems to be a big thing. Things they're, they're, they're there in presentation boxes to sit out to be shown, really, aren't they? That's it. I mean, it's your first sort of, you know, if you've produced this, this is your first hurrah, if you like. I mean, obviously, this is slightly different, but it's the same kind of thing. You know, you're, 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 your first ever offering, your first ever, uh, I mean, Morris O'Connell, Liberator, uh, Wayward Irish Spirit, this one, uh, the Lakeview Estate, there's a whole plethora of different names for it. Um, he's got it down now, it's a single estate bottling, and but he doesn't have a distillery. And he's argued, and I, I take my hat off to him, he's argued in this case that the barley's grown on the farm. It's harvested on the farm, obviously. It's taken away to be malted and distilled and then brought back and aged, finished uh, up on the estate. So he's got permission to call it a single estate uh, bottle. Um, there's probably people who disagree with that because they're not doing the distillation on the estate. Um, I, I, be honest with you, I, I think if he if he's argued his case and people are happy with it, fair fair dues. Um, there's plenty of people who distill it on site, but they don't malt it, so but they still get the cost. What's the, what, what's, the, what's the difference? There's what's, no difference. Yeah. You know, so basically it's a mechanical process. So they they harvest it, take it away, they malt it, bring it back, distill it, and you know, and so on. So I I I I really like the guy. I really like the stuff that he does. Um, and I really look forward to his bottlings. That's it. Uh, gosh, a lot in the show tonight again. Uh, yeah, a lot to see again. Yeah. Nearly, nearly two weeks without a drink, boy. All right. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. I'll be all right. The only problem is, I, I, normally if I go two weeks without a drink, I want to murder people. But because this week there wasn't that much pain and done with that much energy, um, I, I didn't really have the ability to do it. Uh, oh, very good, very good. Uh, oh gosh, so uh, uh, somebody earlier on couldn't believe that you had the Nottingham Forest mug sitting out on you. What was uh, last week, boys? Beat Liverpool, come on, boys. Uh, that's it, yeah. And uh, Frank Herman was saying, you mentioned short cross there, Frank. Herman was saying he was he was down at the local off license and there was a tasting wife he was handed the car keys and then without a doubt the best bottle was at the short cross superb yeah yeah no Frank you're a massive big uh, short cross fan uh, and uh, good to see because you keep it local um, and, and I'm all for keeping it local always big up always big up people that you're that you love with people that are beside you always do it. There you go. Michael Matthews is saying, I'm sure you'll make up for it when you get back on the wagon. 
off the wagon or whatever. Uh, Linda Cox, well, she can hardly contain herself, you know, but uh, no. there you go. Two solid weeks. I, uh, uh, yeah, two solid weeks. We have to make up for this, Just There's no... People shouldn't have to do through stuff like this. <laughs> uh, so here, Stacey's asking a good question: Is there any whiskey that is made on one in one place from start to finish? Yes, there are a few of them. Um, the, the the one that springs to mind just at the moment hasn't actually been uh, released. It'll be Eglinville. Is made the barley's grown on site, malted on site. Uh, distilled on site, aged on site, bottled on site. It'll all be done uh, from grain to glass uh, on site. Um, there's other, there's other ones too, uh, but that just because there's a bottle that's sitting beside me. Um, there's there's loads. Of, there's some of them that pride themselves on this. Um, that's that's their kind of thing. It's all Loch Lee, for example. Uh, we interviewed yeah. them this year. Um, and there's there's other ones as well. But it's, I was nearly going to say that, Marty. I must have been picking up some of this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. But there you go. Yeah. And that's what I say. But there's some of them. That's what they want to do. And and it's that kind of idea of terroir, sense of place, and it's a really, really nice thing to do. But it's like everything else. It's some people do it, and they think this is the way it shows us our um, what we do. But go across. There's other people who. Will they import their grain from other places? They get it malted at other places. They get it distilled uh, at other places, and are bringing up the, their stuff uh, and uh, sourced stuff. It's not bad whiskey. Uh, and I hate I hate people going on about you know um, integrity bottlings and authentic bottlings and all this kind of stuff. What does that mean? I mean, integrity bottling because it doesn't have an age. It's not. It has no integrity because it doesn't have an age statement. Um, the guy doesn't own a distillery or he, he doesn't have a distillery that's been there long enough or, or whatever. I mean, it's just bollocks. Uh, if if someone's buying in good quality spirit, aging it well, blending it up, producing it at a decent price uh, where he's not sticking the arm in or she's not sticking the arm in uh, and so on and so forth, that's as integral as anything. You know, it's how, how people engage and interact with their customers, what they're trying to do, Black ball. No one will tell me that that's not got integrity to it. They have brought out a really good product, really well presented, really decent price, tasty, and are giving you a thing to sort of experiment and have a wee bit of fun with. So, if if, if your idea of integrity is that it has to be made on site, hundred percent by local people, with you know young virgin girls running around and the, the young boys looking out over the fields and all that crap, go. I mean, just. Not you. You're not engaging me with that, you know, because most of it's most of it's cartoony nonsense, to be honest. The guys who actually are doing lots of work, producing really good product, uh, and trying to keep it at a reasonable price for for the customer. That's that's integrity to me. Maintaining that long term is going to be increasingly difficult with the price of uh, raw materials and energy. Well, it's like this, Justin. It's there's factors that are outside the the control of the producers. You know, you, you can't control certain things, but it's when you see people trying to rip people off and, and putting the arm in, 
straight away for for product. It's not fantastic. Um, or, or there's one in particular that popped up a few weeks ago. Where these people think they're getting the prices from, just baffles me. And who do they think they're selling it to? Uh, buying sourced material, sourced whiskey from a fairly new uh, producer on the market. So they don't have the legacy of saying, we, we have independent bottlings, we have sourced whiskies for years, and they're bringing you know, that wealth of knowledge to it, and you know a signature on the bottle or anything like that, none of that, and they're charging hundreds of pounds, hundreds, hundreds. Um, baffles me. Where, where do they think people are going to buy that is just beyond me. The likes of these initial bottles and stuff, that's a different concept, um, but your everyday run-of-the-mill product, Baffles me why they think people have stumped up hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds to buy what's probably reasonably good, but not brilliant. Spirit. Baffles me. Well, we're going to get leave the last word to SQ. Uh, great to see you back, Marty. Great to see you back. Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed next week we'll be in better form. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Right. If you haven't already, hit subscribe. Hit subscribe on YouTube uh, and hit the bell. It helps us. Uh, we'll see you again next Saturday night, 10 p.m., live YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitch, Telegram, and Twitter. And uh, well, wherever you get your podcast from, you can uh, just ask Alexa or uh, Google to play it, and you will hear it. Yeah, it was an interesting show tonight. It was an interesting show tonight. It was, yeah. I'm a, a wee bit different. I'm away to take a massive amount of painkillers. That way, hopefully, I can get asleep. <laughs> there you go. All right. I, I, I'm away to edit this down and upload it for the podcast. There you go. <laughs> uh, and and the, and the Halloween thing was that last night. And the walking tour was that the other day. But there you go. There you go. Lovely stuff. Take it easy. Good night, everybody. Bye, guys. Glad to have you back. All right. Cheers. Good shows. There you go. Frank's at it. Everybody's at it. You all go ballistic and they all come through. You have to you have to say telly tubby bye-byes before I do telly tubby bye-byes because it, it comes through. Things were actually coming through in the wrong order tonight that I taped in. Work that out. I taped it in and they came through in the wrong order. Night-night, everybody. Night-night. <laughs>